Welcome to the official podcast for Triumvir Clio's School of Classical Civilization. I'm Beth, a.k.a. Triumvir Clio. Welcome back to the Iliad. We are up to book 12. When we left off last week, the battle was raging and Patroclus was tending a wounded Eurypolis. And book 12 quite literally picks up at that point with a mention of how the son of Minoetius, a.k.a. Patroclus, is tending Eurypolis while the battle rages on. Yay, orality! And then we get a glimpse into the future. The walls that the Greeks built still stand, but they will fall eventually. As long as Hector lives and Achilles refuses to fight, the walls will stand. But once Troy falls, Apollo and Poseidon will destroy the walls. They'll create a flood and Zeus will help by providing incessant rain. And no surprise, the flood will last for nine days. And on the tenth, the walls will finally fall. And there's another of those nine, then on the tenth, tropes. So Poseidon and Apollo will set things right, but not right now. Right now, the battle still rages. As usual, Hector is leading the Trojans from his chariot. Polydamas points out that it's kind of hard to cross a ditch if you're in a chariot and suggests that maybe they should start fighting on foot. Hector agrees, and then the Trojans really bring the battle to the Greeks. And we get a description of the battalions, who's in charge, who is following. The one who stands out is Asios because he doesn't want to get out of his chariot and decides to attack the Greek fortifications while still in his chariot. It doesn't go well. Two of the Greeks, Polypoides and Leonteos, hold back the advance. Polypoides kills three and Leonteos five. It is around this time that Hector and Polydamos see an eagle flying along on their left, carrying a giant red, still alive snake in its talons. The snake manages to bite the eagle and the eagle naturally drops the snake. This is not a good sign. It's clearly an omen that Zeus isn't happy, and Polydamas says so. And he had been right about not being able to check from their chariots, so he's been shown to give good advice. But Hector responds by saying that Polydamas' arguments are no longer pleasing, so he's going to have the Trojans move ahead. And we therefore get some more battle descriptions. Big Ajax kills one, Tucros kills one, Sarpedon kills one. And despite the omen, the Trojans do manage to break down the gate and swarm over the walls that the Greeks had built. And the Greeks scatter among their ships. And the book ends with their cries. And unless you've read ahead or are listening to this at some point in the future, you'll have to wait until next week to find out what happens next, because that's where the book ends. This book thematically isn't all that different than what we've read before. We see a bit of the role the gods play in the world, particularly in that first section about how the walls will be destroyed at some point in the future. And there's the honor and glory that we keep talking about. But there's something else that jumped out to me on this reread. And yes, I've read the Iliad a lot of times. There's a lot of snow in this book. Not actual snow metaphorical snow. Every time people start throwing rocks, the simile compares the rocks to snow. Now, sure, a well-packed snowball can be hard, but not like a rock. So why snow? Because it's a foil for rocks? Because of the color? What do you think? Before we end this episode, you may be wondering why this is where the story has gone. What has happened with Patroclus? The battle hadn't come far enough. Zeus agreed to give glory to Achilles once the Trojans reached the Greek ships. 
When we ended Book 11, the Trojans weren't that far, and by Patroclus being waylaid due to his good-heartedness, the Trojans have had time to overtake the Greek fortifications and bring the battle to the ships. We'll find out what happens next week, or, you know, you could read ahead. At any rate, pop over to the blog and share your thoughts. The link is in the show notes. On Friday, I'll ramble about the second episode in the Power of Myth series, The Message of the Myth. Talk to you then. You can join the discussion of this and everything covered in this podcast by following the link in my show notes. And if you're enjoying what you've heard so far, please consider supporting the show with a monthly donation of your choosing, just like public radio. And please also consider giving a five-star review on your podcatcher of choice so that more people can discover the fun that is Triumvir Clio's School of Classical Civilization.